and welcome to episode 17 of Survey Says, the podcast where we send out surveys collecting the thoughts and opinions of the public to share them with you. My name is Mel and I am joined with a different co-host today. Alex couldn't make it for this episode, so we have my darling brother Christian Maltby to talk about social media. Thank you for filling in today. You're a lifesaver and it's very good to have you. It's great to be here. I'm so glad that I could uh, be a part of Survey Says and uh, help you out today. Well, yes, thank you for coming out of your bedroom and walking into this space. Uh, I, I, it's the hardest thing I've done all week. I'm so. sure it is. So a little backstory, I guess, Christian and I are siblings. Wow. Um, we currently live together in a little apartment. Our parents moved away up the coast in, in New South Wales. And so we have resided where we do, did live, basically, 10 minutes away. It's been a very great seven months. We've done our best and here we are. We haven't killed each other yet. Not yet. Um, but would you like to give everyone a little introduction of who Christian Maltby is and what he does and all that stuff? All right, I'm Christian. Uh, I am currently an assistant store manager in retail. Um, I've got a big history in merchandising and um, higher fashion. And so I'm you're just basically Alex, but my brother. Pretty much <laughs> just the very, very gay version. Of Alex. Well, welcome to the podcast. Thank you for having me. Cool. Well, yes, that is Christian, and everyone already knows me, Mel. <laughs> um, before we get into the rest of the episode, um, I'll give a little bit of a rundown about Survey Says. So, for Survey Says, we release a new survey every month, preparing six episodes ahead with questions surrounding a different theme each time. It collects the thoughts and opinions of the public, and then we get the pleasure of sharing them with you. The two Survey Says editions are I'd Be the Man with Alex, usually focusing on women's empowerment, feminism, and life experiences, as well as all the things with Matt Thomas focusing on pop culture science-y sort of stuff. And there is a new episode released every Tuesday, and you can catch up on what you've missed at surveysayspodcast.com. How are you finding it so far? It's a great time. I'm enjoying the <laughs> setup. I'm enjoying being here. I'm just ready to live my best podcast life. Amazing. So let's jump in to... So this is where age and gender of respondents, where we come from, become familiar with who did the survey so we can attach the demographics to the answers. I love that. Makes sense? Uh-huh. Would you like to let everyone know what our age demographic and what our gender demographic is? I would absolutely love to. So for today's surveys, our age demographics are 71% are 18 to 24-year-olds. We have 14% for 25 to 34-year-olds, 7% at 35 to 44-year-olds, 7% at 45 to 55-year-olds, and then a cute little 1% sitting at Anonymous. Yes. And then the gender? So our genders tend to be <laughs> 43 at female, 36 at male, and 21 at Anonymous. Yeah, some people just decide to stay anonymous, which is totally fine. You know, anonymous doesn't have to be anything. They could be anything ranging from non-male to non-female to non-binary to a mix of any gender they feel specific to. That's exactly right. You're absolutely right. So, Or they just want to re remain completely anonymous because they are ashamed of the responses that they gave us. That, 
Which is why we put it at the very end of the podcast. So when people are ashamed of their answers, they can go, mm, actually, I want to stay anonymous, which I think is the funniest part. <laughs> so let's go into the questions of this topic on social media. Alrighty, let's go. The first question is, do you think social media is bad for your mental health? And I think this is a very kind of current question. It's always been around like since the start of social media, I think when Instagram was kind of introduced with pictures and such, like Facebook was just like words and status updates. When Instagram was, you know, became a thing, people were posting pictures in bikinis and, you know, it's it's slowly, I guess, grown. I, I guess Instagram is an instance really uh, brought out what became the the image as you're saying, of social media, of where people became very, I don't want to say self-absorbed, but, but yeah, like very uh, aware of their image. So yeah, Instagram was kind of where everyone became aware of their physical self and how they could share that online. Does that make sense? Yeah, that's exactly <laughs> what, what I was trying, trying to, to talk about with, with, with that. Um, and you can see a lot between when Instagram first kind of came out and became a primary social media. And um, with that, the relation with people, especially younger teens, younger adults, and how they interact with their social media and where they kind of find their self-worth um, within that realm. Which can be a good thing and a bad thing. Oh, absolutely. But, but then you then have to rely on how the viewers respond because you post and you're like, yeah, look good. Yeah. Look at me. But if people react badly, then it's like, Oh, what? But if people react well, then it's like, well, I'm actually pretty. Well, that's exactly the thing. Um, Instagram is absolutely amazing for so many different avenues of self-promotion of self-expression of, of people's lives. Like, as a gay man, like, I I can find people from my wave. I can find local drag scenes. I can find local people. I can, I can see my community within that space and a touch away. But being several years, several years older than uh, many of the... Com- consumers of Instagram where they are mid to early high school and they're struggling with uh, body identity, self-identity and the Instagram, the Facebook, the Tumblr, the TikTok culture is just cutting them down and stripping them away of their confidence. It's a very double-edged sword in so many ways. Yeah, because you you post on it to to get that acceptance, to get that approval. And look, most of the time it's it's changed from when we were that age. I feel like when we were younger, there were a lot more anonymous sites. There were a lot more anonymous people commenting. And in may, maybe it wasn't so much five years ago when we were in high school, or maybe it is just the high school age. Maybe that's still happening. I don't know. I don't know anyone. I don't know any. 16 year olds on social media and how they're interacting these days um but it's very much the the height the peak of self i guess you could say doubt 
when like when it comes to physical appearances and you know online would be in high school because everyone's trying to be the prettiest everyone's trying to be the best everyone's just trying to fit in yeah and so you get that reassurance from social media yeah i feel like when you're older like i'm 22 now 22 um i've developed (laughs) i've i've developed a sense of i don't care what other people think if they don't want to see my content unfollow me like i i don't do it for followers i don't do it for views i do it because my friends are on there it's a good way to really keep up and i'm i'm a lot more like visually interested by scrolling through pictures and scrolling through words on facebook and that's very much a life experience thing as a young adult as an older teenager you you really are generally looking for that social acceptance that social uh, aspect of growing and becoming an adult It, it takes so much work uh in yourself to be able to separate uh what social media can give in that and then just doing it for yourself and for your love and for your sharing within those people who care about you and who you care for. Yeah, like be, um, my current boyfriend, Matt, I say current boyfriend, like your boyfriend. My boyfriend, Matt, when we started dating, I had this app that showed me people who blocked me, people who unfollowed me on Instagram. And I also had a business account, which I didn't have a business for myself. I could just see extra analytics, like who's, um, like how many people have viewed my story and shared it and then clicked on my profile and then clicked on the link in my bio. And I could see all of that and like literal accounts of who blocked me and who unfollowed me. And I would see friends that like I had nothing against. We had no arguments, nothing, just unfollowing me out of nowhere. And it would be like, what the hell? Why? And then, so it was really bad, like really toxic for myself. Like I did that to myself. So I like told Matt about it. He knew I had the app and he was like, no, that's really bad. Like you should get rid of that. And I was like, yeah, you know what? You're probably right. So I deleted the app and I unbusinessed my account. And from that, I stopped caring about other people's interactions with my profiles and just started caring, like just focusing on if it it's my content, if they don't want to see it, then they should unfollow me because there are definitely accounts that friends that I've had in high school that don't care about me and I don't care about them anymore. So I, in turn, unfollow them. I have nothing against them. I just couldn't give two shits about what they post, you know? And that's exactly the thing. And that's a great thing about growing up and learning about your own ego and, yeah. and learning about what matters to you personally. And you could have great friends through high school, through early years, but in a natural way, you tend to grow apart and there's nothing wrong with that. And so in terms of things like social medias, you will have a fluctuation of more followers to less followers at time through the people that you're associating with and you're socializing with. Um, And that's nothing to be ashamed of. You may lose followers from people you had years ago and you may have left on great terms, but what have you done to continue that relationship yeah as you grow older you you change as a person your ideals change your priority changes your living situation your work everything changes especially the young age like 20 personally to 23 i am a world away from where i was yeah 
And my entire world has shifted since then. There's no use worrying about the people that may feel a certain way in my life from then to me now. What I need to focus on, what I need to understand and push myself on is what's happening around me now. You know, the people that I care about, how do they react? How do they feel? And if they feel bad, if they react bad, then if I want to work on that relationship, it's how do I help that? How do I support that? How do I reinforce that? It's pushing away that negativity, pushing away what doesn't matter to you now, but just reinforcing everything that you prioritize now in your life what makes you happy, what gives you enjoyment, you know, what supports you when you're you're feeling all sorts of ways. You just got to really push and reinforce your, your current now. Yeah, I feel... I kind of put that into a perspective in my own mind, I guess, of who would I have around and who would I stay in contact with if social media wasn't a thing? For example, like our mum's generation where like Facebook was only invented in 2010. No, earlier than that. Earlier, yeah. Like 2006 or something. (laughs) And like that's that's when mum started to reconnect with people from all walks of her life, right? But even even then... She like I I I even see strangers just walking past people being like, "Oh my god, Jenny, I haven't seen you since high school. How's life?" And it's like, I'll see like the other day at work, one of my friends from a couple of my friends from high school in year ten. I moved school, so I haven't seen these people since two thousand and fourteen. That's six years. Walk in, and I've had them on social media every day since because they meant something to me then, and they didn't do anything bad to me and I still kind of care about them so I just continue to follow them and I saw them and I'm like I know everything you've been up to since 2014 I don't have to ask you how life is I like there's no conversation it's but it's just like you know everything and so it's like who I I, when I think about who I want to keep around on social media and how it affects me, it's like, do I care about that person? What's our relationship like? If I haven't talked to them for four years, I shouldn't care, you know? So I feel like back to bringing it back to the, the narrow, back to the question of <laughs> do you think social media is bad for your mental health? I think in the aspect of when you, when you have the wrong mental headspace when using it, like using it for likes, using it for followers, using it for views, if it like not in a business kind of way, like that's, that's very different when you're trying to grow a brand. Instagram is very good for that. But personally, for your personal account, I feel like if you use it like Facebook, use it like updating, you're updating your friends, your friends are updating you, you're communicating back and forth. Hope you're having a good day. You look great tonight. Have a great night. You know, happy birthday. I think if you use it like that, then you're doing the right thing. If you're just if you're just using it to share and to communicate between friends rather than try and prove yourself to people who really don't care, you know, it's you're proving yourself when you post about yourself all the time. So just do it for yourself, but don't do it for yourself. <laughs> I mean, I I really like, certainly agree. Like, yeah, as as a as, as such, 
social media is really gay, great, gate, gay, great <laughs> um, for being able to project yourself um, yeah. and who you are and to show you yourself amongst your friends. To, to have a great relationship and connection with the people who do follow you, for who you do follow. Um, ego, your ego is the biggest thing that comes into play when it comes to how successful social media is to yourself and your mental health. Yeah. As soon as you let go of your ego, as soon as you let go of the fact that people may not like you, what you post, what you do for yourself, what you you do to interact with the people who you care about, nothing matters. It's, it's, it's really only when uh, you struggle with your own ego, when you struggle with the opinion of others, when you struggle with um, the relationship that people could have with you, that's when it can become detrimental. And that's not to say it's an easy and light thing. Um, to understand your own ego is a very deep and hard progress, um, especially when you're talking about early teenagers, um, people who tend to use social media as a place to connect early in their life, as a place to um, uh, stay in touch with people, such as when they leave primary school and go into the high school. Um, for early teenagers who were just coming into themselves, just starting puberty, and are really having trouble trying to find their own identity, uh, that's when it could become a very toxic and manipulative environment. It, it, it can definitely be really hard to wade through those waters and come out the side, the other side in a good place. I think social media really needs almost an age limit yeah i, mean, I think it, like, a, a mental age limit almost you can't you can't obviously uh, uh police that exactly yeah like i had a facebook account when i was like eight and the the age was like 14 was 13 13 yeah but we created our mum created our account so we could play pet society and geo challenge like we literally just used it for games, and then our friends that also had it would, oh, will you be my friend on Facebook? Ooh, my auntie, ooh, my uncle, let's just be a great little communicative Facebook page. Like, it was so innocent. Um, but yeah, with that, let's head into the responses um, from the lovely survey that we sent out. So the first response is from Matty, a male in the age range of 18 to 24. He says, yes, social media is bad for your mental health. He says, for me, Twitter ruined my mental health. I got so caught up in the chase for being liked and engaged with that. I was starting to lose track of the good qualities of me in favor of cheap humor, pettiness and negativity, as that is what the app thrives off of. I deleted it and read it as I felt they were both playing into those unlikable traits I had and started to get my serotonin elsewhere like hiking, exercise and music. So our next response is from uh, Chloe. She's a female. She is uh, from the ages of 18 to 24. And she said no. Um, her response to do you think social media is bad for your health? is uh, I think it all depends on the people you choose to follow or subscribe to. 
I make a big effort to unfollow people who share negative ideas or make me feel bad. Instead, I morphed my feed into a place of learning and positivity, and I find that it is very comforting. But I think your experience online is largely your own choice. Absolutely. I, I really do agree with that. And your online presence is just an extension of your physical self. Um, it, it's, it's your choice to be around the people, to, to engage with the people that you do online. And um, to, to disconnect yourself is no shame. To reconnect yourself with different people who greater align with your own personal values, with your own personal belief systems, it is great at the time. You know, social media is so great in the fact that you can meet like-minded people. You can share your ideas. You can express your feelings in such an amazing and great way um, to connect to people that you would never have otherwise just face-to-face. Um, but it, it takes a lot of uh, self-preservation. It takes a lot of self-understanding to find that line between what is good for you and your ego and your self-preservation and what is just feeding into uh, negative traits and aspects about yourself. I have definitely rearranged my feed a million times like every time I change every time I I need extra of something I go and follow slash unfollow different accounts like when I was going through my little breakup a year ago well over a year Jesus Christ like a year and a half ago it flies flies. um Matt and I are at 11 months next week I was engaged almost two years ago wow I was, I was currently game. engaged two years ago. ago. Jesus Christ, on a bleeming bike. Well, yeah, like when that was happening, I, I went and followed a lot of like self-help kind of pages that did a lot of like positive quotes and yeah, just a lot of positive quotes and affirmations and things like that, which was really helpful. And I mean, at about the same time, I started pole dancing. So I started following a bunch of pole dancing accounts so I could get inspiration for fitness in the good in a good way not thin spur but like pole fit spur almost your self uh exploration of what is healthy and fun yeah and and great for you as a person so i made it a very friendly place of the people i care about and the things i want to see which i think is really important our next response is from a dean Zentes. He's a male in the age range of 25 to 34. He says yes, saying real interaction is best. So our next response is from Rebecca. Uh, she's a female. She's 18 to 24. And she says, yes, um, it can definitely be bad for mental health, but it really depends on how you use it. Knowing your limits and when to take a break are super important. Yes, like we've already explained... Um, as Chloe said as well, very important. Next response is from Karen. She's a female in the age range of 35 to 44. Hi, mom. Um, she hey, says, mom. no, because you have control of what you post, what comments you read and who you can block. You have the power. Alrighty. And so we move on to 
Dave. Dave is a male. He's 45 to 54. And he says, yes. One can get lost in a never-ending spiral of online content rather than living their life. I feel like that really comes into play not so much recently because of COVID, but the whole travel thing, the whole fashion thing, the whole going out and hanging out with friends thing. It's all very like, these are the best parts of my life. And you can get caught up in scrolling through the best parts of people's lives, comparing them to your average day. It's definitely uh, hard to see as a person. So personally, a bit bit more background on me. I'm someone who's come from a uh, a higher fashion background of my work, Um, working in the middle of Sydney City, having a lot of friends who uh, worked around and were models, were uh, very highly sought after drag queens, were people who were very uh, important in their own spheres. And I can see the aspect of being involved in that in an online sphere. It becomes very unhealthy to try and become something that you aren't. But at the same time, having those people around you, having those inspirations, having those people to look look up to, it's it's almost um, idealistic. Because you push yourself, you crave yourself, you 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 put yourself in a position to go. This is what's out there. This is what's around me. I have so much more information. I have so much more of a baseline. What I can do, what people can do. Like we come from a line where we can strive for so much greater. It's like that that base bar for everything that happens in life mm. has been raised. And so everything that's going to come out of that, we're going to push our boundaries across all of our lives from the interactions that we have on social media within this uh, connection of communication across the globe. No matter where you are or what you do, like we're going to grow and we're going to we're going to be better than anyone else before us because we have all this knowledge and support around us that is very true next response is from another matty a male in the age range of 18 to 24 he says yes so much bullshit posted on all over social media life was simpler before social media existed yeah i agree yeah absolutely um, and with that, we will follow into Aaron. Um, he has anon, anon, anon. Sorry, that was my bad. That's okay. Um, so they have decided not to say their gender or their age, but they say yes. Have you been online lately? As great as social media can be, lockdown has seen a massive push in dirt culture online, and that is having a really negative impact on a lot of people. Really, I've seen a lot of people being like like living their best isolation lives like gardening and picking up hobbies and i think it was really great for people as a whole to really take a step back and realize what do i care about yeah me as a person because you've we've also been given a whole lot of extra time to think about that and care about that because otherwise if you're a full-time worker you spend five out of seven days a week caring about 
other things. Oh, and I, I, I completely you know, understand that. You know, just caring about like, money and the business that you work for, not for yourself and your home and your living situation and your family. And that's exactly it. Like, I had two weeks out. I, I only had a week and a half, really, when COVID really hit that I didn't work. But even through that time, seeing my friends, seeing people explore mm. themselves and learn who they are and what they enjoy. It's, it's been a real experience even to see that. And that's what one thing that makes social media great is to to love the people that you follow and you share that life with. It's a great way to connect in that way and to love people for who they are mm. and and to grow within yourself with that. Yeah, for sure. Next response is from a female named Annalise in the age range of 25 to 34. She says, yes, comparing lives to highlight reels. Like I was saying, it's like everyone's living their best life and you just compare it to your regular day. It's not healthy. You got to distinguish the difference between the people with a lot of money and a lot of spare time and who are actually social media influencers and they get paid to do that versus your regular bloody person who works for two years to save up for a Europe trip. But sometimes it's hard to differentiate. Sometimes it just looks like everyone is going to Europe at the same time, which, you know, is summer, <laughs> you know. But but maybe that person did take two years of doing what you're doing to save up and then post about their once-in-a-lifetime Europe trip. But you can't distinguish that because every other social media is going to Europe as well and they get paid to do it because they're a social media influencer. And then you just bombarded with Europe. And it's like, well, what am I doing? I'm, I'm working. It's like, it's, it's just hard. Alrighty. So we have another anonymous responder today. Um, they are female. They are within the age range of 18 to 24. And they say yes. It creates expectations that are often not realistic. It can be addictive. And I certainly agree. Like, like that feedback, um, trying to create that really strong... Um, self-positive, self-worthy feedback. It all relates back to that ego state that I've mentioned several times now. Of It can really reinforce you and who you are, or rather who you want to be and who you present yourself as, but it can be very detrimental to the place of who you are if who you're presenting as is not true to the person that you really are and our final response to the first question is from an anonymous male in the age range of 18 to 24 and he says yes to an extent yes social media influences can give you false expectations for life and leave you feeling wanting that being said memes are fantastic and often make me laugh i feel like there are two sides of the internet I, I, I love that response. Yeah. Because it gives you a very holistic uh, reason to be like, the internet, social media and everything isn't all that deep. Like, I speak a lot about the ego and the reactions and the, the interpersonal relationships uh, of social media on, and online interaction. But sometimes it's just dumb jokes. Yeah. It's just that shit just you see that makes you laugh. It's the memes, as as you the, say, the as creativity they say. as well. It's, there is so much. There are so many great things that have come out of this worldwide phenomenon of the internet to share and create and to be a part of. That 
sometimes you don't need to think outside your own head. You just yeah. got to scroll, jump on, have a scroll, yeah. and just enjoy what you see. And that is great. It sure is. However, when we jump to the results, so the percentages of yes and no, with the question being asked, do you think social media is bad for your mental health? 69% of responders said yes, it is, and 31% of responders said no. There you go. I'm not surprised by that response, honestly. Neither am I. It, look, it is when you use it incorrectly. Even when you use it correctly and then people just come up and make you feel bad, it happens. Um, but like our last responder said, there are definitely so many good sides of the internet. Um, and we will be getting into that in our next question, which is... Which social media site do you use the most? Isn't that a question and a half when there are so many bloody social media sites available? Um, so what social media site do you use the most? I, well, the the selection we had here was a multiple choice question. The We had Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, Snapchat, TikTok, and Reddit. And I feel like they're all so different and they all entail different things. Oh, absolutely. I personally use Instagram all the time it's if i look at my analytics my insights on my phone of what apps i use the most it's actually quite funny okay so my my phone says facebook but that's over the lifetime of my roaming with this phone reddit's been more of a generally newer thing over the last six to 12 months um but i really like reddit because it gives you oh, for me with what i follow and how i engage on reddit it gives me a lot of insight to the world. It gives me a lot of yeah. insight to things that I enjoy. Like mm. It's just pointless scrolling. You, you're not pressured to react. You're not pressured to interact. You just can be Yeah, exactly. Reddit. And I love that word. There is no pressure. Yeah. Well, looking at my apps that I use the most, just using my cellular data, I don't know how to find it exactly. Like I think it could be in screen time or something. Anyway... Um, of my 314 gigabytes I've used on my rooming, 88.4 gigabytes have been Instagram, um, 43.6 gigabytes has been Snapchat, and 42 gigabytes has been Facebook. So those are my top ones, obviously, Instagram, Snapchat, Facebook. There you go. I think I just love Instagram because they're pretty pictures. And like I said earlier, it's just I prefer to look at pretty pictures than Today, I went to the shops, even though no one does that on Facebook anymore. Like, no one it's does so that. 2012. If, if you look at what I used to post, you would um, dislike me immensely. Like, you know, there was once a Facebook page made about me called Like This to Stop Melissa Maltby Posting Statuses on Facebook. I'm so sorry for that. And that is why social High media school is can hard. be bad. High school was hard to say the least. Um, however, I ha 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 laughed it off. Ended up not being her friend. I didn't even know this person personally. Like it was year seven. It was this chick who was friends with a chick I then went to high school with in year seven, and it was really weird. Anyway, that's over now. No one posts statuses on Facebook. I literally post photos on Instagram, and then I post those same photos on Facebook. So Same. I can, so I can have it arc like, but I use it almost for myself to look back on and like 
checkpoint those memories. So it's like it's a virtual photo album that other people can see too. Like that's also why I most of the time post on Instagram stories is because it's linked to that day and there's just videos automatically linked to that day on my account. I can go back and look at memories and Snapchat the exact same thing and that's what I think that's what I love and use social media for the most. So going into our first answer from Maddie, uh, male, 18 to 24, and he has said that the social media site he uses most is Facebook. And his reasoning is that I think I'm from the age demographic that got onto Facebook in its prime and hasn't really let go of it for communication and networking. Instagram, I just sort of post and dip that's true 18 to 24 we were like when facebook started and so we were the first kind of young generation to give it a go i i really do agree with that like as you were saying before as as younger kids like 8 to 12 like we were jumping on there for the games and the fun of it but yeah as we grew into kind of like that high school mentality as we started trying to socialize um, it became kind of that premier, premier social media site to use. And for most of us, it, it stayed that same way. Like Instagram came along a few years later. Some of us jumped on that personally. It, it took me a while to jump to jump onto the Instagram I was like... Like there were things Let like me Tumblr. Post pretty pictures. Like you I, really got into Tumblr. I really got into Tumblr. Yeah. But, but talking to kids these days, many of them don't know what that is. They no. don't use that. So social media has really changed and evolved over the years in terms of priority and um, where they feel their voice is best heard or where their communication is best spent. For sure. Well, looking at, we've just had a quick look up. Um, Australia was first introduced to Facebook or Facebook was first introduced to Australia in 2005. So I was seven and you would have been eight. So we were obviously too young to like use it at its full potential, which was for universities. It was very, it was LinkedIn essentially. Mm. Um, and it eventually grew to being very social, not just the workplace, but friends and family. So yeah, we were definitely that age group that were first introduced to Facebook and it's a hundred percent changed since then, as well as other social medias like Instagram, like Facebook took over Instagram and it became the same business and then snap and then Instagram turned into Snapchat and then Snapchat turned into a whole lot of, they kind of all became integrated at some point. So when you pick one social media to use, you're actually using all of them at once. Um, Our next response is from a female named Chloe in the age range of 18 to 24. Um, The social media site she uses the most is Instagram, saying, because I find a lot of content that inspires me and makes me happy on Instagram. Cute. All right. So our next respondent is Dean Santes, a male from 25 to 34. Um, And his social media site he uses the most is Facebook. And his reason is my mates are on it. I feel like that's just the reason for Facebook friends posting for friends. Our next response is from Rebecca. She's a female in the age range of 18 to 24. Her most used social media site is Snapchat, saying, I use it to communicate with my friends. It's a nice quick little 
snapshot of the day, I guess. Agreed. Um, and our next respondent is Karen, uh, a female from 35 to 44. Her site is Facebook. And again, my friends are on it. Seems to be a lot of these social media sites are used to um, just connect with friends and, and be up to date with those people you care about. Makes sense. That's the reason for social media. Next response is from Dave, a male in age range of 45 to 54. He says Instagram, saying, I like seeing people's photos, not necessarily their opinions. All right, next is a, a non, a female 18 to 24, and their site is Instagram. And again, lots of pretty pictures. And the final response for this question, which social media site do you use the most? From anonymous male in the age range of 18 to 24, he says Instagram. Also saying, I like pictures. Amazing. And with that, the results shouldn't be very surprising. With 62.5% of people saying Instagram is their most used social media site. Followed by 25% of people saying Facebook, 6.25% of people saying Snapchat, and another 6.25% of people saying Reddit. Moving on to the final question of this episode on social media. The final question, a juicy one. Do you have a secret account you use to stalk people? Big question. All right. Do you? Personally, no. (gasps) No. I'm surprised. If I want to stalk people, I'm just going to do it very secretly through my own account. Yeah. I'm not going to follow anyone. I'm just going to try and find as much information as I can through my own account and then maybe just be really awkward and message them and go, hey. It's more like like stalking people like like exes and like stuff like that. They all blocked me, so I I, I don't have a chance. Well, see, that's why you create an account... That hasn't been blocked. Honestly, if they're blocking me, then generally, like, I I, I don't care at the end of the day. That's fair. It's like, oh, you you went harder to shade me than I would have gone to care about you. Like, see ya, sis. Yeah, it's kind of... You've ruined yourself. That's fair. I don't have any secret accounts, like, no anonymous one two three like i see a lot of them like just random accounts that even like watch my stories with zero followers follow zero people and zero posts and and no photo like it's i see them they exist and that's messed Um, up it's like who are you like what kind of person um i yeah i personally don't have one however i have so like there's a sneaky little thing, right? Oh I'm gonna God. share my sneaky little thing. Okay. Let's get sneaky. Not even ashamed. So I okay. Well, for starters, I have like five accounts because I I have one for pole dance. So I have my regular what, what account. What social media account is this? On? So this is Instagram. Okay. Yep. Yeah, yeah. So I feel like face, secret Facebooks are so like. 10 years ago. Um, and Snapchat, you can't really be anonymous. So it's really for Instagram. Um, I have my normal account, my radio account, my pole dancing account, my podcast account, and my private account, which my private account is just to post completely candid, disgusting photos of myself to my very close friends. And we love um, that. Which I use very innocently and sparingly. Um, however, 
So there's with Instagram stories, right? So they've introduced you you can see accounts that watch the story. Um and so if you watch someone's story, it'll tell you who saw it. However, little life hack everyone. I shouldn't really be sharing this, but I am. If you want to watch someone's story and you don't want them to know that you're watching it, block them right after you watch the story. Ooh. Because then you disappear from your your name disappears from who's watched their story. Disappear if you unblock them as soon as you. So block that's why them. you wait twenty four hours, unblock them, and then watch their next story. I I personally haven't stalked someone that much to mm-hmm. check back twenty four hours later. Yeah, ma'am. But it like because Instagram stories are for twenty four hours, like so you'd have to wait twenty four hours at least to then unblock them and then do it again if you were to. How do you know all this information? I just do. You just I'm me. Do. I know people and I know me. Alright, lovely. So yeah. <laughs> Life hacks. Um I don't have a secret account. You don't have a secret account. No, I definitely know people who do. Um and I have seen them in action watching my personal stories. Um however I do believe if you do need to create a private account and maybe you should stop checking up on people who don't want to be checked up on, I guess. Yep. All right. So let's go into the survey responses with the first response from a male named Matty in the age range of 18 to 24. He says, no, he doesn't have a secret account. Proceeding to say, I stalk on my main. I ain't a coward. Ooh, go Matty. And then we follow again with Chloe, a female from 18 to 24 as well. As well saying no. But I have a second account for business and I'd be lying if I said I didn't have a sticky beak once in a while, but I try not to. It can get very bad for your mental health. I... Don't want to admit to anything, so I won't go there. All right. We're just going to say this ties back to the first question of whether social media is good for your mental health. But it also goes back to you as the user can decide whether it be a good or a bad experience. Absolutely. I certainly agree. It is the way you want to use it, the way you choose to use it, and the way you let it affect you our next response is from adeen sentez he's a male in the age range of 25 to 34 saying yes because it's fun Alrighty, righty i'll just leave that as it is we go to karen a lovely female from 35 to 44 saying no why bother a plus, A plus. It's so much more effort than what it's worth. Next response is from a male named Dave in the age range of 45 to 54. He says, no, don't need to stalk anyone. Um, And then from there, we have another Maddie. They're May. everywhere. Yeah, there seem to be three on every question. Uh, a male from 18 to 24, and he says, yes. Uh, so I can't get caught out when I do some deep stalking and accidentally like something. Still a little bit sus. They'll still see your account, but they won't know what's you. So 
I feel like a blank account used and then randomly liking a bunch of pics is more suspicious, Don't suspicious. than Don't be suspicious. a full account. Our next response is from an anonymous female in the age range of 18 to 24, and she says yes, because I like knowing the goss. You know, I, I, I can't disagree with that. Some good gossip makes me live mm-hmm. um and then to uh pull up to our final response for that question um anonymous male from the ages of 18 to 24 says no i don't need one yeah yeah simple as that easy who does i personally think it's bad for mental health um it it it's when social media sucks you in that's what that is if social media Taking over. Definitely a prime example of, of the negative uh, aspects of what social media can bring to you. Completely. And so the final results for that question, do you have a secret account you use to stalk people? 75% of people said no. Good on you, everyone. Yay. And 25% of people said yes. Sneaky, sneaky. <laughs> Look, no shame. You do you. You do you as long as you're causing no harm to anyone else. Then that's fine. There was once a secret account that messaged me. It was really great. It was when Matt and I started dating. They called themselves, sorry for this, 69. And was like, sorry to tell you this, but blah, 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 blah. And it, they were obviously trying to make me question Matt and I's relationship and his loyalty to me. And I was like, well, who are you then? Where's the proof? And they're like, ooh, I can't tell you because the girl's always the one that gets in trouble when they speak out. I'm like, no, if you had, if you were really trying to like help my relationship or anything like that, you would tell me who you are and like prove yourself. If you're There'd obviously be hiding. and back up for it. Yes. It was just a dumbass excuse for some whatever jealous, gross reason. Yeah. So that was obvious. That was. Like, sometimes it causes no harm. You just... Curiosity gets the best of you and you just use it to to be a fly on the wall on different accounts. I some love people being a wallflower. Some people use it to attack like that. So, to the people who do have secret accounts, I really hope you're using it wisely and for just innocent ways. It's the best way to put it, I guess. Yeah. So, that is it, actually, for this episode on social media. Thank you, Christian, for being a part of this. Thank you for having me. I'm sorry I spoke way too much. (laughs) No, don't even apologize. And next week we'll be with Matt on Harry Potter with special guest Brandon Atkins from Coast FM. He actually interviewed me as well for his show, which went out yesterday, I believe, Monday, uh, the 27th of July. So you can listen to that on the website. It will be linked. Our interview will be linked. Um, And our episode is up next week so that's really cool and a reminder you can catch up on the episodes you've missed at surveysayspodcast.com and you can also follow us on facebook and instagram at survey says podcast i love that sorry that was a lot you can find me on social media uh, my instagram is christian Moltby, all one word no spaces no dots um facebook is the same if you play league of legends it is tsm gay with a double y and i live my best self i hope you all enjoy your night thank you very much thank you for being here alex will be next we'll be back in the next episode um which is on happiness 
um, which will be up in a fortnight's time. So, yes, thanks for listening. Thank you again, Christian. And I will talk to you next week. All right. Bye. Thank you. Bye. (laughs) Thank you.